TB. Welcome back to another episode of Talent Talk. We are your hosts, Geneva Tovar and Alexa Riley, and today we will be interviewing Mr. Julian Alordi. Now, many of you know Mr. Alordi as our vice principal, but did you know that he makes music? In this episode, we interview Mr. Alordi in order to gain insight on his life as a musician, as well as some of his fall vibes music and movie recommendations. So get your blankets and a hot cocoa ready for another riveting episode of Talent Talk. Hi, Mr. Alordi. Thank you for coming on this episode. Thanks for having me. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna go straight in with the questions. So, tell us about your band. Like, what's the band's name, and when did it form? Uh, my current project's called Julian Never, and I think I wanted to come up with some sort of name that was a little bit more uh, memorable than my last name, which is kind of awkward. And I've never once had anyone pronounce it correctly out the gate. <laughs> and Never is kind of like. A little bit angsty sounding and also it's, it's kind of a project that with no expectation is like kind of never kind of that never say never kind of attitude of well you know if this never amounts to anything or like the goal isn't to become famous it's just about doing something fun and documenting these songs so um i don't really have a great reason why it's called that <laughs> it just seemed to be something that i could stick with and it was an easy moniker to, to like, brand. Okay. What has it been like making music? Um, it's been really fun. It's like a huge source of joy in my life. Um, I've met some really amazing, interesting people. Um, you know, being in former bands that when I was younger, I were able to go, to, go on tour. Uh, it's always interesting to be, like, surrounded by creative people that, this is kind of just what they do. This is their lifestyle. I've never really committed myself to that in that way. Like I've always been school, job, you know, career, girlfriends, family. And this has been like a very high devotion, passion project, various music projects or bands throughout time. So um, anyway, it's just nice to like, I grew up in like kind of a square more traditional Catholic environment. So being in music and being exposed to people that were in bands to like, you know, punks basically was liberating because they were people I had never, the types of people I'd never met before. Right. Their perspective on life, how they live their life, how they talk. You form new bonds and make new connections with people you haven't before. Exactly. I never would have come in contact with these people otherwise. I mean, I guess you could say the same thing about like any activity, like sports or joining a club or doing service. But with bands, it tends to attract people that are true personalities, really outgoing. Um, some of the funniest people I've ever met in my life have been in these <laughs> bands. And... Um, Anyway, it was also like, I was not very social in high school, so it was a way for me to like, go to a show, get out of my house, get out of my room, meet people, be in a band, um, and kind of like practice is kind of like that forced element of being social, and the band is like, for a period of time, some of your best friends. And Do you hope for more students to be as outgoing as you became during that time? I do. Yeah, like I think like we should all be searching for some sort of meaningful outlet that's aside from all the things like we feel like we have to do. Like I never music became unfun when it was something I felt like I had to do because it was such a habitual part of my life, but it's one of those things that's just you can dive yourself into uh dive into and feel like an extreme 
amount of like liberation, which is, I think is something we're all seeking, no matter what our activity, whether it's our spiritual pursuit or like our wellness habits. We want to just dive into something and feel absolutely free, um, because you know a lot of life and existence is kind of about submitting to constraints that we can't really control, and. In this area, like in all art, it's kind of the potential is kind of limitless. Whatever you choose to make of it is is what it is. Right. So, what if, our next question is like, what have you been listening to? Like, what are your music recommendations for the poem? There's a, a bunch of really good music coming out of San Francisco right now. So, even though I'd say maybe the 10 to 15 years before this period, there was a little bit of a cultural rut in the music scene because a lot of people from San Francisco because of the high prices of rent flew like just scattered and moved to LA or New York and so New York and LA have always had consistently robust um, they've been just a like, like strong cultural hubs for long periods of time and maybe it's ebbed and flowed and gone through different iterations but San Francisco right now has a really cool scene of um, like jangle pop they call it which is a lot of like bright clean guitars that are strummed up and down without the traditional punk type of like all downward stroke da, 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 da. but it's more like da, 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 da. a lot of melodic a lot of six, 60s influences it's very like happy and joyful and is kind of like a contrast to some elements of living in san francisco and having lived in san francisco i kind of am aware of this where it's like you kind of look around there's like a lot of homelessness and there's this stark contrast between the people that have a lot who are in the tech industry and everybody else who like works in cafes or barely works and it's just getting by and sometimes it feels really bleak and overwhelming but these people have seemed to find a way to carve out a scene that's um all about just like not it's very unpretentious and so there's a band called cindy like the name cindy c-i-n-d-y um there's a band called Chime School, that's really good. There's a band called um, The Umbrellas. There's a band called Almond Joy that just released an album on K Records, which is a famous 90s indie rock label. Um, and then if you go like kind of up and down the coast, there's lots of great bands out there right now. There's one I particularly like called, I think it's called Ugo Bugo, which is kind of a weird <laughs> name. But um, I like kind of, I like music that honestly isn't trying super hard. It's just, it's fun and easy and joyful. And what I love most about rock and roll is that it's so accessible. Like you all could today, if you had the instruments, start a band and maybe even have two or three songs in an afternoon and play them and have a lot of fun. And like in six months, play a show for your friends. And, yeah. and who knows what could happen? Like there are bands like that that just start up. and All of a sudden, people see those people having so much fun and doing something they care about. And they all of a sudden go on a big tour all over the United States. I mean, think about, um, what's that band called? The Lindas? Like the teenagers from the Bay Area that wrote a song about their identity as Asian American women. And they're like, you know, li pra literally practicing in their living room. And then all of a sudden became kind of like uh, social media stars. And now they're playing all over the place, all over the world. So it's just kind of like those fun, random moments in time where the right people get together with the right amount of creativity to do something that's really fun and easy and accessible that people love and inspire them, inspire others to, to maybe, I think rock and roll like initiated the post-institutional world we live in where people are like questioning all the ways that, you know, 
their parents had been living their lives or their parents prepared. Like, it just kind of is like, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, yeah, rock and roll lends itself towards also like dark elements of, you know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll and stuff. And that's unhealthy and not good. But if you kind of stick within the like really healthy, sustainable pathways in music or art, it is really fulfilling and it is inspiring and it makes the world a better place. And I think about like so many different times where I've had a very low moment in my life. Sometimes I just remember one time I was like, I was in my early 20s. I had just gotten dumped. And I was like otherwise like existentially experiencing a lot of dread. And I was driving across the Bay Bridge. And all of a sudden, I turned on More Than This by Roxy Music. And it was just like, you know what? Everything is OK. And that's just a refrain that sometimes I repeat to myself when I've sometimes been trapped in like high anxiety moments. Everything is OK. And I repeat that to myself. This morning, I got up early and just drove around town listening to some of my favorite music. And I wound up in like Northgate for no reason. <laughs> it was just early, it was dark. I had the windows down and my, my beanie on and I just was turning up some of the, I was just like revisiting some music that I haven't listened to in a while um, by a band called Dead Moon and a band called The Black Lips. And they're very like fun, easy rock and roll music. Um, so anyway. I think I, I think I answered your question. I also like pop music. Like I love, um, I took my daughter to see Carly Rae Jepsen and, and Empress <laughs> of recently, and we had a blast. I mean, it's just such, I love fun, accessible music, whether it's like gritty, made in the basement rock and roll music, or if it's just like somebody in a computer making really lush, catchy pop songs, all that's good to me. Yeah, that's very inspirational. I often find myself uh, listening to music when I'm not feeling the best and it just can immediately like just like that make my mood so much better Do you think you go do you go to music? That's like the opposite of what you're feeling or do you listen to music that kind of? Allows you to kind of sit with your feelings. You know, what I mean like if you're feeling down Do you listen to depressing music yeah, or do you go to pop? I do yeah, listen to sadder music yeah. if I'm in a sad mood, but Sometimes I'll just listen to uplifting music. It just really depends like I feel like any kind of music can just like totally like change my mood and mm -hmm. make my life so much better. I can't imagine a life without music. Yeah, I feel the same way. What are you all listening to right now? Oh, okay. That's a tough one. <laughs> As of right now, I'm listening to a lot of like old school rap. So like a lot of Snoop Dogg, um, Tupac, stuff like that. I don't know why, but it's just something about the fall. It just gives me like Snoop Dogg vibes. Yeah. Um, also like a little bit of R&B, not really a lot. So like... SZA, I mean, if you could consider her R&B, mm -hmm. um, Alicia Keys, stuff like that. Oh, cool. Alternative 90s has been my thing for like the past year. Um, Alanis Morissette, Fiona Apple, um, I really like Radiohead. Um, a band that I really like is American Football. They have a really good album oh, yeah. that I've been listening to just because it's so fall vibes. Um, speaking of fall vibes, do you... Have, have fall vibes need. music yeah fall vibes music i do there's one artist i really like named um srsq which sounds like the cocteau twins which is oh. maybe some band that you would like they were yeah i think the girl's name is lisa frazier she dated jeff buckley and jeff buckley sadly died in his 20s but he made really beautiful fall sounding 90s music too um let's see 
The Cure is always good for the fall Cure vibes. Is um, there's a band right now I like called Weissblood, which is Y, excuse me, W E Y E, um, menstrual blood. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but like her music is definitely like, it's so abundantly feminine, which is why I make a point about the name oh, of music. It's like, yeah. it's at the same time sounds like, um, like lush, beautiful 80s pop music. And at the same time, like as a callback to almost medieval music, like she has used a lot of organ. She has this gorgeous, big, beautiful voice. And the songs are almost op operatic at, at the same time, so. Well, continuing with fall, do you have any fall movie recommendations? Any fall traditions that you would like to share with the mm. school? Any, are you a pumpkin spice latte person? I've never once had a pumpkin spice latte. I'm sure I'd like it if I tried it. It's not something, I, it's not my go-to. Mm. What's your take on pumpkin spice latte? So, mid. Meh. Meh. <laughs> what about well, you, okay. Alexa? The PSL girlies have been taking over the internet for the past couple of months. <laughs> now, I've had a pumpkin spice latte. It's not that good, but I know a bunch of people who can't like go a day without drinking a pumpkin spice latte. I don't know why. Every time I bring a cup full of tea, people are always like, is that a PSL? It's not a PSL. I don't really like them. Yeah, That's my take. I don't really care for them either. I think it's just one more way... Like, people love to have things they can all, like, unite around. Yeah. And it's something that's really inoffensive. Unless you're of the camp that's, like, so tired of that, that you're like, then you define yourself by being opposed to it. And it's like, yeah, I think those memes of, like, girls in, like, their tight jeans and their tall fall boots and their, and their beanies, and they're all wearing the, like, you know, like, tight at the waist, uh, half trench coats and this picture with the <laughs> with wall the scarf. with like the scarf and the flowers and the, leaves in, and the, the leaves in the back is like it's such a funny image in my mind that it's just like ha ha but it's like I want to be you I want to be having so much fun with exactly. my gal pals yeah. not really caring about what people think about me that's that's liberating too but yeah. it's not I'm not drawn to that you know I just all I want in the fall is a nice cup of warm coffee it has to be strong <laughs> as long as it's strong coffee if it's weak coffee it might as well not exist that's all i need long walk hikes i suggest to your to your audience why aren't you getting out of sacramento and going for a hike i mean come on we all need like born and raised in sacramento i did not appreciate nature until i went and just spent some time in the bay area i think the human mind like the human eye is meant to like not be surrounded by so much flatness. Not that I'm hating on Sacramento. You just, you got to go up on a hill a little bit and look out and just see yourself as a part of nature. And I don't know. It, it's, it's fulfilling. Yeah, that, I Definitely. agree with that. Yeah. I believe that we as humans were meant to just be out in nature all the time. And I feel like most people do not get the opportunity to do that. And I feel like more people should do that and yeah. experience life and go out and try new things definitely I wish I had taken advantage of that more when I was younger I did try I did often bike to the American River and explore that way but um I don't know Tilden Park in the East Bay is really cool because in, up in those hills you can see out 
see all of San Francisco on a clear day, see some Mount Tam. And it's not that far. You know, you get there in like an hour and 15 minutes if there's no traffic. So. Yeah, I really do like hikes, except okay, I like hikes when the hiking path or trail is well maintained. Because the last. You don't want to like, get lost. Yeah. I don't want to get lost. And also, I don't want to like trip on like poison oak or, Ooh, yeah. or like slide down. Because like the last student council hike that we went on, I. The, the trail, it was cool, but I like slipped. Mm. And then I like slid down like this like dust path. And I was like, oh, okay. So it was an experience. It was fun. I just, I like when, when you know where you're going on a yeah. hike. Like, like a little bit of structure, but it's still like the outdoors. Well, download Owl Trails um, as an app on your phone and then type in like, you know. What is ones, this called? All Trails. And it'll give you all the hikes in the area. And do really? one that's like, you can see pictures of it if you want, you know. Ooh. Do one that's stroller friendly because then you know it's paved and you don't <laughs> have to worry about all that. And also invest in some like decent hiking boots. Oh, I have hiking shoes. Oh, you do? I okay, good. Yeah, this is great. Thank you for sharing, Mr. O'Lordy. I feel like this is yeah. a great app to allow students to get out more. I think I'll definitely check this out, and yeah. I definitely will check out the music you've recommended. Oh, another question. Your sweaters. What's your favorite sweater, and um, <laughs> where is, do you get your sweaters? Because it's sweater weather. It's, an, it's, it's sweater, it's sweater weather. weather, and it's an Alordi thing. Everyone knows Mr. Alordi has the coolest sweaters. Oh, like we always hear nice. outfits, and we always appreciate them. Yeah, right now you have a little lizard. Well, this is this is a, like a Lacoste, you know, original. I never, Ooh. I've never purchased any one of these sweaters new. Um, Usually like thrift stores, or I'll go on eBay and look for something specific, like vintage L.L. Bean. Oh, no. Vintage L.L. Bean, go on eBay and find the cheap <laughs> sweaters in your size. They're good quality. Um, they're worn in. Like, it's just the best of everything. Because do, you incur do you encourage thrifting? I do encourage thrifting, although I don't have time to, I don't have the time or patience to thrift. And also I feel like a lot of thrift stores are picked over right now because thrifting is just now everybody does it when i was a yeah. kid i i was we did it because we weren't we didn't have a whole lot of money but now and then now it just seems like everybody does that and then there's like people that they actually have businesses based on thrifting and resell so it's just kind of like it's taking a little bit of the fun out of it but yeah. i do still like to go peruse the thrift store it's um, it's definitely getting more popular and yeah with that it becomes more expensive exactly so it's like yeah, I don't want to pay full price off the rack for something, and then, but I don't have the time or patience to go thrifting as much as I used to. So I try and find something that's like affordable, but not, you know, on like eBay or at a consignment store or, yeah, I mean, sometimes you get lucky at a thrift store and I'll just find something wonderful and amazing. That's, that's great. Do you have any favorite thrift stores in town? Not really. I don't go thrifting a lot. I mean, I I like the idea of it. I just haven't really made time to like get up and go like I'll go I'll go to a Ross. A lot of money. It feels really good to buy something really nice for really cheap. Just it and then really it's like does. has a story. It has it's just it feels special. Yeah, that's why I really liked our um, our thrift store here because well oh, yeah. not our thrift store but our like our thrift store pop up the that we had here because it was yeah. yeah it was pretty chill. I was like oh this is nice. Yeah, that's always something I look forward to the environmental club thrift store. Environmental Club slays, like they're really good. I love So you asked me about movies, um, and off the top of my head, I don't know if I can think of any specific 
recommendations. Oh, a movie called Cousins I really like. It's a romantic comedy. You can find it on Tubi. And in Tubi in general should not be mocked. Even though it has ads, there's some really great weird movies in there. It's kind of like walking through an old uh, VHS store um, in, the, in the 80s and 90s. And like about being like a blockbuster, which doesn't exist anymore, and it makes me kind of sad. I and know. if you want to interview somebody about that, apparently Mr. Diaz grew up in a like independent family movie store that his parents owned back in the day. Oh. So I think that's kind of interesting. Um. Well, I think that's all we have. I did want to end off asking, what is your favorite song you've ever made? And could we play that song on the podcast? Oh, I do have a good one for you then. Tomorrow, it's called. You can find it on Spotify. It's by a, an old band of mine called Fine Steps. Tomorrow by Fine Steps? Mm-hmm. Okay. I will check oh, that out. Oh, and Julian never has an, an album coming out in the next month. Oh, yeah. new album? A vinyl, okay. a vinyl record. Oh, but it'll, vinyl. It'll also probably be on Spotify, too. Yeah. Oh, and Apple Music? Probably. I don't know. I don't control that part of it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> thank All you, right. Mr. Lori. No problem. Have a great day. Thank you for having me. All right, Falcons. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Talent Talk. As we roll into Thanksgiving break, don't forget to show your gratitude to the people you're thankful for. Have a great break, CB. We're closing you out with Mr. Lordy's favorite song that he's produced, Tomorrow by Fine Steps.